Warriors. Welcome to episode eight of the Warriors End podcast. Today's topic, we're talking about anxiety as the great equalizer. Okay, so what do I mean by the great equalizer? So we have to understand that anxiety is a foundational and a rudimentary element of the human experience. So in that regard, the sensations that you're experiencing or coming across in your daily life, those are a human challenge. So it's oftentimes that we feel like the sensations pull us farther away from others because it's like, oh, well, you know, I have anxiety and it's like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to operate in my life. I'm, I'm afraid to travel. I'm afraid to do this and that. And, and those are all very real elements of, of your existence here on the planet. But the key is on your journey is to realize is that those sensations are actually pushing you closer towards uh, embracing the full uh, elements of what it means to be human. So you have to understand that fear transcends all education, but it's not going to overcome skill. So what do I mean by that? So you can be so well educated in anxiety, mental health. I mean, you could be a therapist and understand this like, okay, oh, my client came in, they're, they're talking to me about uh, their sensations that they're going through in their life. And I know how to help them because based on the book, it says to do this and this. And in my personal experience, I've had good success with my clients doing this. And that's all procedural. But what the fear will do to you, even of someone of a very, very high education, is it will put them in a survival mindset where the tapping into that rational cognition is nearly impossible because the only time that the the rational cognition and education it has the most effect is in a more uncomfortable environment. So you have to think about maybe a surgeon or a mechanic or uh, you know a lawyer or something to that effect where. The, the tasks that they're performing on a daily basis where they could like, oh, I could do this in my sleep, that's all in a very comfortable environment. But if I put a live tiger in the room with you and say, okay, now do your now do your job, well, that's a totally different experience, right? Because now your sympathetic nervous system says, oh, danger, danger. And so you could be the most educated person in the world, but if you haven't diligently practiced what it means to operate under pressure in those situations. That's where your skills as a warrior will start to build is if you take the steps to do the diligent practice and build yourself up. Uh, as I mentioned this before, as Marcus Aurelius talks about having a, an invincible soul. And that's a really uh, powerful uh, image to think about while you're going through your journey. Because if, if you are starting to build up those skills, in those certain environments where, uh, you know, just through your daily daily um, life, where maybe um, you're afraid to travel uh, in the car or something to that effect, uh, one of the skills that you build uh, to, to start to uh, strengthen up your soul is to take small trips. And it's a that type of immersion therapy you talk about in uh, CBT, but um, it's it's the small practice. and. It's, it's just like if, and if you ever played sports in school or anything else, uh, it's part of getting psyched for the big game, right? So a lot of people, they, they go and 
you know, they, they've done the training. It's like, you know, we'll use tennis as an example because, you know, I play tennis. But so it's like I've been on the court. I've been grinding. I've been hitting a million balls. Like I just, you know, I'm, I'm full intensity. And then it comes time for the game and I'm like, oh, or the match. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting kind of nervous. Like, what if I lose? Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? And and those thoughts of doubt are bringing up your sympathetic nervous system uh, messages to say, oh, well, hold on a minute. Maybe we better cancel the game. Maybe we better avoid it because it'll keep us safe. And that, as a first avoidance response for you as a warrior, will take time to recognize and identify. So you may not even realize that you're doing it. So there may be certain situations where it's like, okay, I, I know for a fact I'm avoiding going to this particular store because that's where I had my anxiety the worst. But the getting psyched for the big game and how to how to practice that is to take smaller practice sessions. So like, let's say for an analogy for tennis. So maybe I'm trying to work on a certain skill that I can use in match play. So I might drill that for a half hour or 45 minutes in a very comfortable uh, environment. But in the last 15 minutes, that's when you start applying the points. So uh, one of the common techniques um, we use in training is like, hey, if you miss one, you have to do five push-ups. So there's some sort of uh, punishment for making a mistake or not keeping your focus. And as you are going further down the path of, of this uh, warrior mentality, the big game is going to be your life. And that, and it's and it never, the game's not going to end until, until your death. And the, the big part of it is that and part of the excitement for going through this journey and practicing and, you know, building up your soul is that you will have practiced the, the small steps that come through. And, you know, you have a certain situations where uh, maybe you, you are afraid of, of driving over a particular bridge or, or there's a certain spot in the city that may, like just really weirds you out. And so you kind of you kind of sneak up to it and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to go halfway down this bridge, and you go down, and of course you're afraid, and your sympathetic nervous system is, is kicking the overdrive, and it's like okay, but you're present with those sensations and say, okay, that I have my objective. My objective is I'm going to reach halfway down this trail, or I'm going to reach halfway down this bridge, and then I'm going to turn around. And as you build up that that skill and sharpening your sword, so to speak. Your, short, your sword will get sharper and sharper over time to the point where it's like, oh yeah, I know I have the confidence. I'll cut through the bridge. I will cut through the trail because my sword is so sharp. And that's uh, that sort of mentality will take time and patience to build up, but you can do it and it will just take diligent practice. And it's just like, uh, you know, like I said, for if you're in school, your profession, uh, things that you're trying to work towards, Everything has to be in small steps. So as you as you go through that journey and and start overcoming those problems, you're starting to realize it's like, wait a minute, this anxiety thing, th- these sensations, this is part of the human experience. And so one of the one of the powerful insights, and you'll, you'll have to experience this, it's, it's hard to uh, articulate sometimes because it, it's such an emotional, visceral, sensation but that's why I say anxiety is a great equalizer because when you go through and you experience these challenges and then you overcome that challenge 
that sensation, that high you get from, I did it, I did it. And like, it could be the most simple thing to, to, to you and, or, and someone else looking on is like, I don't understand what the problem is. That's where phobias come in, right? Where someone's like, you're afraid of water? Like, why? Like, but they don't understand because they haven't experienced that level of fear that you have, you know, going through your, your uh, challenge. But it's a matter of understanding, oh, wait a minute, this sensation is exactly what somebody else feels when they're going through their journey. And so that's why this message of the warrior path, the warrior mentality, uh, and the ability for me to convey to you what you can do is because you're human, just like me. And it brings us all together and it, and it helps us understand that we are all part of one invincible soul. But we just have to tap into it. We may uh, degrade ourselves and say, oh, I'm not strong enough. I don't think I can do it. But there's a powerful element of just how, our, how humans have come into the planet and our growth as, as, a, as a species. We are a lot more alike than we are different. And anxiety is a, is a thread that kind of goes through that quilt for everybody or that, or that canvas for everybody. And that's why it's so powerful. So when I'm telling you that you can overcome those, those challenges in your life, it's because I've done it. And I've, I've had enough profound experience in my life that I understand that we are all part of the human experience and it's empowered me, but we'll, we'll talk about that, you know, in a, in a, probably in the, in the season uh, finale for the season one. So I kind of want to shift gears here and talk about uh, you and your unique challenges. But you have to remember that whatever challenges you're going through and that level of difficulty, there are other people who have that same difficulty for another task in their life. It just may not be your task. So uh, it could be, let's take like a phobia, for instance. I'll, I'll use myself as an example. So I used to be terrified that my heart would stop. Like I would just you know, drop over dead. You know, obviously the, the core fear there of being death and the unknown. But I was so terrified that my heart was going to stop. So my heart starts beating faster and faster because my brain is telling me, oh, hey, there's danger, be alert. And so it's all, I, I did it to myself and got myself worked up. And the only way that I was able to overcome that particular stress was I had to educate my mind about how the heart works. And instead of looking at the heart as a sense, uh, in a sense of weakness or like, how the heck does this thing do this? I started to sharpen my mind. And I said, oh, wow, like the heart is actually like this incredibly badass organ. Like, and, you know, I've learned about how like a normal cell in the body has 150 mitochondria, which, you know, are responsible for the power uh, of um, energy exchange in the cell. But then cardiac muscle is different because it has a 5,000 mitochondria in, in the cell that, that causes why that the heart just keeps pumping and pumping without our conscious effort we doesn't need our help it doesn't need our help so that's one thing that i kind of laughed about when i was going through my growth is that i was looked at as like i was the uh micromanaging boss and i kept checking in in the in the heart's office say oh, what, what's going on How, how's, how's it going it's like the heart's like dude let me do my job like you you focus on your stuff i'll take care of it it's, it's fine and the heart kind of rolls his eyes and he's like oh god here comes wes again he's 
he's freaking out thinking I'm going to stop working. But so that, that kind of humor, that, those are little like mental ticks you can, you can use in, with your, with your journey and your certain phobias. And you can kind of, you know, make fun of, of some of the fears that uh, you have in a sense of like, Oh yeah, that was pretty silly of me. But, and, and but in the beginning, you have to understand that, yeah, you are in a fear state and fear states are no joke. So then they can, they can make you or break you. But every time that you overcome that particular fear and you start to feel empowered, just know that you're on the right track. So if you have, uh, let's say, um, something that's easy, uh, let's say you have a phobia of driving to the store or just driving in general. So if you make a plan, and of course with the other, other podcasts that, you know, other episodes in this season, if you make a plan and have your battle buddy with you, or you have just made a diligent decision to say today, I'm going to go down to Kroger and I'm going to drive there. I'm going to sit in the parking lot for 10 minutes. I want to come back. When you do that, you'll get this kind of sensation. It's like, oh, oh wow, okay, that's cool. Well, I wonder what else I can do. So maybe next time you you drive down to downtown and then you go there and then come back and you're like, oh, okay, well, man, I think I'm starting, I'm starting to get the swing of things. And, you know, every once in a while you might be in a situation where it's like, oh, okay, the fear's really, really taking hold of me right now, so I better pull over. And that's fine. And that's okay because you're not going, like I said in my earlier episodes, you're not going to hit a home run on day one. You are going to have to uh, stay diligent, take, you know, the steps you need to take. Every time you make um, a mistake or fall back, make sure you journal it and understand that it's okay. I understand it's like at this point I wasn't feeling the best and I, I kind of gave up on myself, but I will be back. And that, that coming back mentality is so important because it's a matter of like, if you're on the battlefield, like you're never going to completely give up. You might lose, you might lose a battle, but you're going to keep coming back until the war is won. And that's, that's a really powerful image to keep, keep yourself coming back to the same spot, things that make you uncomfortable. And it's the only way that you can build up those skills of your soul to become invincible because that if you take the easy way out or avoid those, your, your survival mechanism is doing its job. It's, it gets an A plus for that because it's like, oh, we're, we're keeping Wes alive. You know, that's, I'm doing my job, but that's not living. That's avoiding, that's fear. And we can't really experience what it means to be human if we're constantly in those fear states to the point where it's sucking our confidence out of us where we don't think we can move forward with our life and say, well, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to have to live with this and I'm just going to have to avoid things that I'm, I'm really passionate about because I'm too scared. And that's, a, you know, a truth in one sense because you do have the, the sensations, but it's a lie because your interpretation of those fears is what's the lie. And that's the lie you tell yourself. And yeah, your, your sympathetic nervous system is kind of like, you know, uh, cooking the books a little bit too, because it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, keep thinking this way because it's going to keep me alive and that's all I care about. But remember, at the end of the day, your sensations are a friend, not an enemy. And you have to learn over, over time and having the skills to realize is that, okay, yeah, this is part of me. And I, I feel the sensation, but I know how to use it as a weapon now. And as opposed to having it uh, beat me down all the time, like a weapon. So along that same line, uh, you know, success is measured in, in small victories. So like I mentioned before, 
you know, you have to take these small steps and these small wins, no matter how big, how small, uh, and the big ones, obviously, those are things to celebrate. But the small ones, even if it's your own introspection to say at the end of the day, you journal it and say, hey, I overcame this and I'm proud of myself. It's, a, it's this war of the two selves in, in your mind is because you have your rational cognition that wants to, in the ego that wants to control everything. And then you have your your uh, baseline experience, the human experience that some of the things that you just are born default with, like the infrastructure, your skeleton, the, the muscle system, all that stuff that happens without your effort. So the ego wants to be able to control all that. And that's why we have so, so many problems and conflicts in our lives is because the ego tries to, tries to control everything. But remember, if you can confront one fear, you'll win a battle. But if you confront many fears, you can win a war. And the matter of understanding what those fears are so you can practice, right? So just like in school, you know, you, you have, you have a class and you have assignments and nobody's, nobody's asking you to understand calculus on day one, right? They're like saying, Hey, this is the idea of calculus. And there might be an intro, but you, every step is you start to understand the problems and how to problem solve in the realm of calculus to the point where it's like at the end, you could talk all day long about calculus and say, well, it does this and this and this. But for a person who's uninitiated, they will have problems. They're like, well, well, hold on a minute. Like, you got to start off, you know, a little bit slower because I'm trying to pick this stuff up. And that's that's your message as you you will discover as you start winning these small victories, is and winning these battles. You'll start to expand your mind and the education of of what anxiety is and what it actually means as opposed to what a textbook tells you it is because you've lived it and then you'll be able to look back and and retrospect and say oh yeah i remember back you know a couple years ago when i was having that panic attack like i should have handled it better this way and and now i know because you you've sharpened your sword and and those small steps are are what it takes to get that sword sharpened up and, and move forward so you can actually have the ability to confront whatever is in front of you and not, and you, it's not saying that you're not afraid. That doesn't mean that. It means that you're confident that you will overcome that problem. And that sense of empowerment is the key to understanding what it means to be human for you. And, and what your experience is and what it means for you to bring out to the world, bring out to the world. So remember, anxiety, fear, and doubt, it's all human. Uh, but if you confront those and overcome anxiety and the fear and the doubt, it's going to open up a new dimension of your humanity. And that's why I always say it's like, it's the great equalizer. Because a lot of people don't talk about their anxiety because they feel guilty and and, you know, they don't feel like, well, you know, I don't want to be another one of these mental health people that, you know, I'm scared and everyone's going to look at me like I'm, you know, weak and cowardly. And that's that's also a lie uh, that's, you know, that you've gathered throughout your life because of how you have judged uh, yourself in, in reference to other people and a matter of taking those small steps and winning those victories and coming back. And, and building yourself up is tapping into that new dimension of humanity. 
And from what I've under what I've learned and from my journey is that uh, we once we are on the other side of, of the experience and you understand what it means to be human, you kind of, you are kind of in this um, this frequency of life that you're it's easier for you to connect with people because you have a lot of empathy. But understand that if you do find another warrior on the path, everything that, that you talk about is right in sync. And they know exactly what you're talking about because they've been there too. And it's sort of, uh, you know, you have some individuals on the, in, on the beginning of the path that are lost and trying to find their way. And you have the, the, the trail guides like me who are farther down the trail and I can tell you, he's like, hey, look out for that log that's, you know, a quarter mile down the trail. And, hey, there's going to be a, uh, a snake on the rattlesnake on the trail like here. So make sure you're, you're aware of that. And so you have the awareness. But remember, we're all humans on the same trail. And if that trail is the, the anxiety and understanding that I'm now walking on top of the path as opposed to underneath it. Uh, and that type of overcoming and mentally being able to move forward uh, in that regard is going to empower you into this new dimension of your humanity where you understand it's like, oh, okay, I understand now why I'm here and my purpose. And once you have your purpose, and, um, you know, Nisha talked about um, uh, he that has a why can bear almost any how. And that, to me, has, has helped me a lot because I have my why now of why I'm doing this and why I'm making this podcast. I mean, and that is to me, it's the ability to connect with individuals and not seek sympathy from them. And when I talked about earlier of not being a victim. So if I can, through my own experience, empower somebody else to overcome uh, their challenges so that they understand that humanity is a great thing. I mean, and it, and it should be protected. Uh, now there's a lot of chaos and, and, just absolute evil in the world but there is also an element of us that is worth fighting for and that's what I try to do you know through this podcast and and to realize is that once you overcome those fears you'll be able to understand that all oh, okay the anxiety was the key it was the doorway for all of us and if we could all just confront what makes us afraid of some will overcome their fears some will be destroyed by them and and others will will seek hostility towards the world because of their own fear but if we all could overcome the fear that to me would open up such a different element of society for us all but that's kind of a little bit more in the philosophical sense so this wraps up episode eight i wish you all peace love and happiness and i'll catch you in the next one